to say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're, and you're listening to the Open Mic, the open mic podcast. podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh huh. Just say my name. Everybody, it's your boy Mike Brown, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Open Mic Radio Podcast. I'm back. Um, new equipment. Sometimes you gotta, um, you know. I felt like a, a a woman who just broke up with her man. You know what I'm saying? I felt like, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta step away. You gotta love you, and I had to love me before I had to love my show again. Because a lot of stuff is going on in the background, man. A lot of stuff is happening with me personally. I might we'll get into that. You know, I lost focus on what I want this podcast to be about, and it's been a while. And it's been a while because you know. I've been going through a lot right now dealing with comedy. And I love this woman I call comedy. But at the same time, it's not loving me back. And I'm not saying that because I'm not getting booked or whatever. It's because my body's failing me. I feel like I feel I feel like um I feel like Chauncey Billups, you know, when he was trying to win a ring with LA Clippers, with the LA Clippers and his ACL kept turning. He's like, man, I can't win. I'm trying over here. I feel like Chris Weber. You know, he tried with everybody. So they kept trading him. And the last trade, the, the final straw was him getting sent to Philadelphia. I quit too, Chris. I understand. He, you're my favorite player. But I completely and utterly get why you decided it was time to hang up the boots. Going to the Philadelphia 76ers, teaming up with Derek Coleman and Joe Smith and no Allen Iverson. Um, obviously, I don't care about sound out at all. So, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to my show. And I'm glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm glad to... Um, recenter and refocus. Okay, we're talking about recentering and refocus. You know, um, that's today's topic of the show, man. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is simply this: um, you know, you got to find out what you want to do, how you want to do it, who you want to do it with, how you want to accomplish it, and attack. You know, before I go any further, I want to first thank you to everybody to all twenty downloads that I get per show. Um, to some. That small to me is mighty. Um, thank you for listening. Um, without y'all, there would be no me. And I sincerely and uh, wholeheartedly appreciate those um, those listens. Also, I want to thank everybody who takes the time out to listen to the show. Uh, I want to also thank everybody who supports the show and um, who's been patiently waiting for another track to flow on um, in my 50 Cent voice. Um, you can't. Um, do anything until you invest in yourself. And that's something that Vince McMahon has taught me from watching wrestling is that um, um, the reason why the AWA and the NWA and a lot of these old school promoters, and the reason why they failed is because they refused to invest in themselves. You know, they would take their money and put it in their pocket, but they would not invest back into their product. And one of the things that I've decided to do was reinvest into my product. The Open Mic Radio Podcast is something that um, I started back in 2014 with uh, the Mighty Four. It was me, Greg Stevens, and Monique Sexy Mo. And um, here we are in 2017 from being on Colesville Road at a burger joint, moving into the bunker, moving into the studio. And here we are that morphed into the He Said, She Said show with Michelle sometimes with me now being at the hideout. And I call it the hideout because it's um, 
the studio is in my place, and I don't want nobody to know where I live at. So thus, that's where we're at with it, just like in life, all together, okay? All right, so what do I mean by um, refocusing? Um, a lot of stuff has gone on, um, you know. Uh, I've been, if, if you, as you may know, I've had a um, terrible ankle injury that um, I suffered playing basketball. We'll get into that later. And um, because of that, I had to be forced, not because I wanted to force off the stage. You know, I was forced to give up this thing we call comedy for a little bit. So I wasn't on the stage as much. And because of that, little incidents, little things have happened. In between that, here and there, you know, um, you know, personally, you know, nothing to deal with comedy. I have to say that because I don't want anybody to read or hear what I'm saying and take that as me taking a shot or a, or a stab at them. I'm not doing that. Um, this is not about me. This is, um, rule number one about refocusing on what's going on with me is I'm not going to talk as much about comedy unless it has something directly to do with anything that I'm directly dealing with. Um, with that being said, um, refocus, you know, and I, I'm refocusing on what's important, which is my health, and which um, uh, is this, is this discouraging, you know, because I was losing weight, and the, re the whole reason why I broke my ankle was because I was eating a sub sandwich as I was going down the steps, and there was a banana peel, and I slipped down the steps, and I twisted and broke my ankle. No, I was playing basketball, and I landed wrong. Thus, my ankle and ligaments and tendons separated, like the crypts and the bloods. And... Um, because of that, because of that, I had to go into surgery. And because I had to go into surgery, I had to put a cast on for three months. I was in the cast for three months, and I couldn't move, people. I wasn't allowed to go and do much, okay? So I was off the scene completely for two or three months, all right? Now, after that, I got into out of the cast, and they placed me into a walking boot. Now, I had a screw in my ankle. I forgot that part. There was a screw in my ankle. They took the screw out. Everything's going well finally done. I can finally go back to work. All of this is going on. I, I was teleworking. I've been teleworking for the past two or three months. Life is good. Let me tell you something. I know it sounds cool to work from home. Um, after about a month and a half, it, it gets really boring really fast. Okay? It's like the walls are caving in on you. Um, took the screws out. Did, you know, did, did what they had to do x-ray wise. And this surgeon had the omenigated gall to tell me that my tendons and ligaments are not holding together. Thus, we might have to start from scratch. Scratch? It's not an episode of Martin. We're not the DMV. What do you mean scratch? What do you mean we got to start from the beginning? Like, well, we might have to go and put the screw back in your ankle. And then after that, then you're going to be put back in the hard cast. And everything that you did before for the past two or three months, we got to do all over again. And I'm like, Why? Why would I have to do all of that all over again? Why would I have to go back to surgery, sit, lay on my back for two, three months? And the thing is this. My comedy career, uh, as far as the local D.C. scene, the Northern Virginia scene, um, was starting to bloom. I was getting gigs. I was getting booked to do features and headliner spots. Now, I must admit, I was getting a little um, mentally drained. I was also... Um, not in a very stable mental state. So this time that I have off, I've had the ability to knock out some of those um, necessary things. We will say that. Um, and I'm knocking them out. But um, and my love and my love for comedy wasn't there. There was a lot of drama, a lot of unnecessary um, 
whatnots and what have yous that was popping off. And um, for me, um, I felt like even though those things were going on, I felt like I was at the brink of, you know, cracking that other ceiling, you know. And, and as I was getting ready to break that ceiling, I broke my ankle. So um, I don't know what that means. But anyway, no big deal. Um, what was going on with that? So he's saying basically I got to start all this all over again, people. And I'm like, okay, so I have to start this whole process over again. But at the same time, um, what does this mean for me as a, as a unit? Uh, what does this mean for me? And, you know, maybe there's something that I wasn't, I haven't accomplished yet while being at home um, that I have to do. You know, cause I always look at things past um, face value. I look at things past the trees. You know, you, some people see the forest and some people see the trees. And I'm like, there's a forest in there. And I'm going to the forest. I might get bit by a bear. And some people are like, oh, look at the pretty trees. Ah, I love the earth. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you are as an environmentalist. I'm just saying there's a forest over there. And I would like to not go get bit by a bear. And now I will stand there and look at you awkwardly. All right, that was too much. That was about two or three seconds of dead silence. Um, See, so that's where I'm going through right now as a unit. And as a unit, I'm saying to myself that I have to fix or correct whatever I have going on um, in my ankle. I have to step completely away from comedy mentally and get myself together so I can be at 100% to hit this ground running. And, you know, and there's a lot of good stuff that's happening in the scene that I'm, I'm really proud of and I want to be a part of and I can't. And, you know, that that's the part that kind of sucks. Um, so um, September, maybe into a little bit of mid-October, I might have, to, I'm going to take it a few more gigs and then after that, then I'm done. I've got to step back again. So we're talking about October, November, you know, going into December, Christmas time. All right. So we're looking at December, maybe January. We're talking about 2018. I won't be able to hit the scene again real hard to like 2018 people. Do you know what three months out of the D.C. comedy scene would do to a person's career? No matter who you are. Like I'm, I'm kind of respected. You know, I low key don't know if I'm respecting that. And some people say you're a respected. You're a respected veteran. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I look at myself as just a guy who performs and just have some funny, you know, um, I say all that to say, you know, it's a little nerve-wracking. But in the midst of all of that, some of the things that when I say refocus or re-strategize and move on, uh, one of the things that I've seen that um, me and my, my good friend, I call him my brother in comedy, Mr. Brandon Moore, um, we got Broken Mike Comedy, and he's he's taking the banner and the and the guide on. If he was in the Army, you know what that guide on is. And that guide on is the flag of your squad, right? And, you know, he's holding the squad up right now. And, you know, shenanigans has been very good. Um, is, is, is a standalone open mic sign up on site every Monday. Um, every first through third Monday is open mic on site. Uh, sign up on site, get you some time. You know, we want to um, get you some time, get your five to seven minutes, get to do your dizzle. After that, you know, you go from where you want to go to. And after that, then the fourth Monday's at Shenanigans is to give it up for the ladies show, which I personally enjoy because I love watching women perform. And I stand here, look at you awkwardly. Because what I just said was very awkwardly said. All right, that was enough dead air. 
So every fourth Monday, let's give it up for the ladies, where we um, highlight one lady um, that's doing the big at the DC comedy scene or whatever, you know. And um, we get them to host and we get, you know, um, other ladies to, you know, to perform and just develop, just have a nice, open, safe space for them. You know, me and Brandon, well, we just give them the whole room and we just go and bark or whatever. Um, it's one of the few shows that, um, that, that does that for the ladies. And um, I'm proud to say that, um, you know, we may or may not have started it, depending upon who you are. But I just remember that the Comedy Supreme was seven years ago. A lot of people don't know that. And I was a part of that as well. Um, and then on top of that, now we have another room called Malone's and Manassas, which I get excited about because when I go and perform at Malone's, like last Sunday, um, as of this recording, it was September 8th, recorded September 8th. Um, as of, uh, uh, the past week, this is our second show. We're going, working on our third show. Um, the first show I did 25, 30 minutes. The second show I was hosting and, um, it's almost like I don't want to tell y'all where this room is at. Not y'all as in the audience members. I want y'all to come. We need that support. But um, the comics. Because um, what's good about this room is you get a chance to really do longer sets. And uh, what I mean by that is um, we have more audience than comics. And um, so you get a chance to really like stretch out and work on your material. Work on what you need to work on. Say you have a big feature set or a big future gig that you got coming up and you really want to work on your elongated set. Well, at, at Malone's, you can do said set like right then and there. And uh, it will prepare you for, you know, whatever gig you got coming on. Like I said, I did 30. I did actually did like 25 minutes of crowd work. And um, I get a lot of compliments for my crowd work. It's like, man, you can think off the cuff. And they say, that's what you're really good at. No, it's a, it's a skill that I developed. Um, it's not something I'm, I'm good at it, but that's not what defines me as a comic. I'm a good writer. I take situations and scenarios. I know how to change them into metaphors. I do a lot of things. So I don't want people just to say, look at me and say, he's really good at thinking off the cuff. Because as a comic, everybody should be good at thinking off the cuff. I'm not just a off the cuff kind of comic. Because see, then it, it morphs into, oh, he doesn't have material. Absolutely not. Um, I have a whole hour DVD. Thank you. Um, Moving on. And I told you, I'm only focusing on the stuff that directly affects me. And that affects, that directly affects me. Okay? Hmm. Um, so, yeah. I love Malone's. I actually love Malone's and Manassas. Um, I like shenanigans. It's cool. I love Malone's and Manassas. And it's, 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 it's cool. It's, um, uh, I get to work on material. Brandon Moore gets to work on material. And um, it's really, really, really exciting. So... Um, with that being said, I'm sure I have some more stuff going um, going on. But before I do all of that, I'm going to take a brief, a brief um, sabbatical. And by sabbatical, I mean I'm going to give you some cereal because I can do all of those things because I love the Lord. Right? Right? Okay. Cool. Be right back.
was Kurt Bone Jones song with Giddy Up. I'm on my high horse. Giddy Up. I'm on my high horse. Kurt Bone Johnson, local DC artist. He's down in New York right now. One of my good personal friends. I said, hey, Kurt Bone, I love that song, baby. He was, I, I, can I use that for my podcast? He was like, hey, man, Giddy Up. I was like, all right, cool, man. I was like, yo, can I get it, though? He was like, Giddy Up. I was like, no, that's what I'm saying. Can I get the song Giddy Up? He was like, yeah, Giddy Up. I was like, all right, so is that a yes? He like, Giddy Up. I was like, all right, cool. So, boom. Giddy up. And I could play that song because I got permission from Kurt Bone Johnson and there's no trademark infringements because he just gave me the song to play on my podcast. All right. With that being said, I want to talk about what uh, I did um, earlier this week. Um, this week, I had the, um, the privilege, okay, not just the honor, but the privilege to be a part of the Baltimore Comedy Festival. It's the first annual. Okay, which means we use the word annual. That means unless you get fired, there's like another one that's going to happen soon. Shout out to my man, Ivan Martin, out of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, put together his, the first ever Baltimore Carbon Festival. Um, real dope experience. Um, this was like my second festival ever in my seven years. And a lot of that's because I don't really platform because I, I feel like it's a competition. And um, I always lose. Does that make sense? Like, I don't get, I don't like doing competitive sports, like talking about. Like, I'll play Uno, which is competitive. I'll play um, basketball, it's competitive, but it's also like, if you lose, like, eh, okay, maybe next time. Right? But the real winner is cardio when it comes to basketball. And the, will, the, will, the real winner of Uno, when you play Uno, is the camaraderie and the fellowship. All right? 
So um, when you apply for these festivals, you spend your money, and then you may or may not get in. All right. But this one was free. I'm like, okay, I could take this free risk. And then, boom, I even hit me up. I was like, I'm, well, the Baltimore Comedy Festival hit me up and said, boom, you're in. And I'm like, whoa, that's cool. So um, I was on the 31st show, and I got me a T-shirt. And um, it was dope, man. Uh, I got a chance to um, meet a lot of dope comics. Um, Norlax was in the house from New York, and uh, we, we rode up together. My man Brandon Moore was on the joint, well, not on the festival, but he decided to um, ride with me to do some cohabitating, if you will. Um, this is where I eat cereal. Mm. Razor Brand Crunch. I don't have a sponsorship with them, but Razor Brand Crunch is delicious. Fat. Absolute fat. It's delicious. Anyway, so I did the joint, and um, I want to say, I'm going to pull up my Instagram right now. I want to have, I want to have accurate facts not alternative facts. Does that make sense? As I pull this up, I was at the, I shouldn't have to go far. It's a recent post. It's a recent post. I shouldn't have to go far. Boom. Here we go. Okay. All right. Maybe I do have to go far. Oh yeah, okay, here we go. I was at the Baltimore Carpet, at the Motor House in Baltimore. What is really, it's a really cool venue, man. I like it. It looks like they do a lot of PBS kids there. Not like do them, but I'm saying like it's artsy and like kids will play there. And it's got a nice little studio stage set up backstage. Met a lot of comedians, hanging out with Norlax, hanging out with Ivan. I met Unique. Hi, Unique. Um, I met Phoenix. Oh, come on. I got a lot of compliments too. And, um, did about 12 to, 12 to 15 minutes, I think. Um, oh, oh, my man David Butler was out in that joint. Uh, shout out to my man David Butler. David Butler, David Butler. Bam, dun, dun. That's like a David Banner callback. Um, so, um, did that time there. And um, unfortunately, I couldn't go back to any more of the events. But, you know, got a name tag, got a T-shirt. Got a chance to really um, network. Met a man named Terrence out in the spot. And um, it was cool, man. I had a good time. You know, so I look forward to doing more festivals in 2018 because I won't be able to do a lot of them. See, I just made it. I, I just made it a Debbie Downer. I Debbie Down this thing. Hashtag Debbie Downer. Um, what else did I do? So I'm looking forward to doing my second show or third show out in Baltimore this coming Saturday, which is tomorrow, at the um, the shit show. Well, Mike Quinlan, um, hosted by Kimberly Ambrose. I want to say Ambrose. That's her name. I think that's her name. Let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just get myself together here. Let's, let me get my bearings. Ah, bearings. Uh, it's called the shit, the second Saturday shit show. Um, and we have Cam Ambrose, Mike Quinlan, this dude named Mike O might be Brown, pretty good guy. Uh, Frankie French, Mike Black, and Sarah Roche or Roach, um, depending upon. What's your style of jury? <laughs> and um, closing out the show is Danny Charlie, which is cool. Um, and then I also want to attack the Comics Comedy Festival, which is the 19th of September. Um, so 
Yeah, I like the Baltimore comedy scene. Like there, um, I was always reluctant to go out there, but now that I know that my material does travel, like it gets in the car and it goes with me, um, I look forward to doing more shows with them. And um, it was a good time, good, good wholesome time. What else did I do? Um, the Almost Ladies Night show, which was cool with Tommy Teller, and we all put it together. And um, it was a really dope show. It was a really nice show. Um, I did the comedy block, uh, me, me, uh, me, Dominic, and Kareem. Um, they had a show on the 31st. They had Alex Scott close it. Um, I, I unfortunately couldn't be a part of it or make it because I originally was supposed to host, but I couldn't make it because I had the Baltimore Comedy Festival. But um, it was dope. I heard it was a dope show, you know. And um, the scene is on fire right now. It's on so much fire that there is no water to be found or had. <laughs> With that being said, in closing, um, I really, I really thank y'all for um, taking the patience. This is like a tester show. I'm just gonna put this tester show out here just to listen to it over and over again to see how this new equipment feels because I reinvested into the product, people. You can't have product unless you invest back into product. Does that make sense? Like you have to invest into your. Like you can't, you can't. You can't mow, mow the lawn if you don't have a lawnmower, right? So you can't do a good podcast unless you have podcast equipment. Does that make sense? Like you can't, you can't pluck cherries if you don't put cherries in the ground to grow. I'm not saying that I put cherries in the ground to grow. What I'm saying is I'm testing out the equipment, and I just want to see how, how it feels against my lips. Not so much against my lips, but I just want to feel the, uh, does it feel good uh, 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 loosely? I just made that word up. Anyway, um, this Saturday, I'm at the shit show at the Auto Bar. Um, show starts at 8 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to be there. It's $10 cover charge. Uh, I got a couple of my homies going to ride with me, man. My man Park, my man at the Brandon Moore. We're going to go out here. We're going to chill in Baltimore, man. We're gonna probably going to catch up with a couple of more of my friends on Baltimore. We're going to probably get some drink, some drink and some tote and some pull up, some drink and some pull up. After that, the following weekend, I'm at Liberty Labs that whole weekend, okay? Like that whole weekend, I'm going to be at Liberty Labs and I'm hosting from the 15th to the 16th. Um, and then I supposed to do Facebook monologues. That's going to be cool. My man, D. Ahmed. D. Ahmed. D. D. Ahmed. 19th, I'm at Attack of the Comics. Um, um, some, um, it's a festival. I'm going to be a part of that. And then um, Mondays is um, the uh, uh, Shenanigans Show, 8 o'clock. Comics sign up on site. You know what I'm saying? And our favorite saying is hashtag the list is the list. You know, it ain't it ain't no unless you know it ain't no rearrange well, if you buy Brandon Moore a shot, then he'll do some rearranging and stuff. I don't have those kind of perks unless you want to buy me some wings. But then again I'm trying to lose weight too. So I don't know what's the perks of like like how you could bribe me into moving you up further up on the list. Because the list is the list. All right. And then after that, fourth Monday, September twenty fifth it's to give it up for the ladies show. And this month, we got Becca Lambert. I just did an awkward smile. I like Becca. She's cool. She's cool peoples. And last, oh, give it up for the ladies show. Shout out to Michelle sometimes. It's a star. It was stars all over the place. Gigi Mondry was in the house. Hey, Gigi. All right. 
And speaking of Gigi, we're going to have the other Gigi. Uh, Gigi Wong is going to be on the September 25th show. All right. So, um, and, and then we got Malone's, Manassas and Malone's and Manassas. Um, the church is upstairs. Or we call it the broken church. Because it's like a play off of broken mic comedy. So it would be like the broken church. The church in Malone's. All right. So, those are all my updates. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. I'm not going anywhere. Um, actually, I might be doing some more things when it comes to just not just this podcast, but with the whole station itself because I pay $9.99 a month. And it's almost stupid to only record one episode a month, a week. Sort of. Sort of, kind of. So, be on the lookout for more episodes, more things of that nature. Uh, follow me on Twitter at O-L-M-I-K-E-B-757. Follow me on Instagram at omikeb 757 Follow me on the Facebook at Mike O Mike B Brown. Become a friend. I love being friends with you. Be a friend. Be a pal. I extend my arms to you people. Let's hug it out. I extend my arms out to you people. Let's talk about it. And as we get ready to close, I, I feel like we can't close unless we have some gospel music. Because, see, the Lord... It's not only with you, it's with me. And I just feel like, um, I feel like we should just, I, I said, I feel like um, you should open your arms up to me and, and, and become one. That's not the song I want. That's, that's not the song I want. But hey, we'll ride with Hezekiah Walker. Better get your feet wet. I'll see y'all next time. All right. Next time, people. Feel the spirit. I feel your spirit. All I, I feel your spirit. Till next time, people.